section eighty four of word portraits of famous writers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org reading by matt perard word portraits of famous writers edited by mabel e walton sir walter raleigh fifteen fifty two to sixteen eighteen from the nineteenth century eighteen eighty one asterisk in appearance what manner of man was raleigh when in ireland there was much change of course from the dashing captain of eight-and-twenty when he was putting the unarmed men to the sword and hanging the women in dingle bay to the admiral of sixty-five who between the tower and the scaffold visited his old haunts in the county of cork for the last time in the three summer months of sixteen seventeen but all accounts agree in giving him a commanding presence a handsome and well-compacted figure a forehead rather too high the lower part of his face though partly hidden by the moustache and peaked beard showing rare resolution his portrait a life-sized head painted when he was major of Eugle, was recently presented to the owner of his house where it had been years ago by the senior member for the county of waterford and another original picture of him when in ireland is in the possession of the rev pierce w drew of Eugle. both these irish pictures show the same lofty brow and firm lips there is an old and much prized engraving by van der Burke of amsterdam that seems to combine all his characteristic features the extraordinarily high forehead the moustache and peaked beard ill concealing a too determined mouth the likeness is most striking from aubrey's lives of eminent persons asterisk he was a tall handsome and bold man but his naive was that he was damnably proud in the great parlour at downton at mr raleigh's is a good piece an original of sir w in a white satin doublet all embroidered with rich pearls and a mighty rich chain of great pearls about his neck the old servants have told me that the pearls were near as big as the painted ones he had a most remarkable aspect an exceedingly high forehead long-faced and sourly bitted a kind of piggy he spake broad and devonshire to his dying day his voice was small as likewise were my schoolfellows his grandnephews from publications of the prince society asterisk in all the pictures we have of him there is almost nothing to suggest the typical englishman burly and robust about six feet in height he is rather thin than corpulent and in the vivacity of expression and the nervous cast of his features he resembles rather the modern new englander than the old-time englishman he was nineteen years younger than elizabeth and had as naunton describes him a good presence in a handsome and well-compacted person fuller has already told us that at the time of his entrance at the court his clothes made a considerable part of his estate he seems to have had an innate love for the luxury and splendor of dress he lived at a period when gentlemen as well as ladies indulged in all the glory of gay colors edwards describing some of the more noted pictures of him says in another full length 
which long remained in the possession of his descendants he is apparelled in a white satin pink vest close-sleeved to the wrist with a brown doublet finely flowered and embroidered with pearls and a sword also brown and similarly decorated over the right hip is seen the jewelled pommel of his dagger he wears his hat in which is a black feather with a ruby and pearl drop his trunk hose and fringed garters appear to be of white satin his buff-coloured shoes are tied with white ribbons End of section eighty four